Welcome to Talk Design Show, where creatives have conversations. I'm Adrian Ramsey, your host, and having lived a life of design myself, I wanted to share with you the creatives that inspire me and in turn may inspire you. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. My guests on Talk Design today are Paul and Susan Cadillac from Boston. And they have a company called Cadillac Homes, and they also have a renovation show. And we've got a lot of exciting stuff to talk to them about. Of course, at the end of this, we'll post all their socials and all the stuff that you're going to need to find them. But in the meantime, welcome to Talk Design, guys. So, so excited to have you here. We're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We appreciate you taking the time out to talk with us today. Uh, no worries, man. It's, uh, it's great. I love this part of connecting with people around the world. That's actually one of the most fun things that happens. And people sort of sometimes say to me, so why do you do it? And I go, well, I don't do it for the audience as much as anybody thinks. I do it for myself because it's so exciting to connect with people. And everybody has such a great story. And, yeah, you know, like all you've got to do is un- unwrap that thing and, and everybody gains from it and it inspires a lot of people to do things. So it inspires me. I'll end up with a couple of pages of notes and I'll change my life because of something great that Paul tells me and I'll temper it with something <laughs> well, no, that oh, Susan coaches me on. I'm not changing it. I was right. <laughs> I'm going to make that a point to wrap up on. This is what's changed my life today. <laughs> <laughs> Life-changing moments with Paul Cadillac. Um, <laughs> So let's let's do let's do it from the beginning. And I want sort of something around the dump truck dating story just to throw in there. And then, you know, how you fell in love with the truck and then how you fell in love with the woman who owned the truck. And <laughs> and Susan, you can keep it honest, okay? Okay. Yeah, Susan, I'll, let you, just, I'll let you start the, start the how, reins of how she kind of got into the world. I'll start of how I fell in love with the truck. So my my grandfather was a builder. My dad was a builder. And I don't know why, but they always had us on job sites. So that's what I remember as a kid, you know, always being on job sites. And, you know, I would do, you know, write quotes and things for my dad when he was doing jobs. So I just, I don't know, just growing up around it. And then when I was, you know, my early 20s, I, I just wanted to build a house. That's all I wanted to do. Um, so I built my first house, I think it was 23. Um, so I've been in the business probably my whole life. And then I met Paul 15 years ago. Um, and 15 wonderful years ago is what she was oh, trying to do. Yeah. She was stumbling to find the words <laughs> to, to I express could tell it. Like, help promote. Exactly. He completes my sentence. It was a life-changing yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I met, I met Susan and we met a mutual party and I, you know, talked to her and I was hitting on her thinking I was being all smooth, you know, and uh, he showed me his MySpace. That's true. This is when MySpace just came out. Right. Tom was my only friend, you know, on MySpace. So (laughs) I was working on that. But uh, I went and picked her up for our date and she had a big dump truck in her driveway. And I said, whose dump truck is that? And she's like, mine. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay. I'm like, this, this intrigues me. I need to find out more about this. We've got stuff in the yard that needs to go to the dump. Maybe you could help. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. I'm like, I've never dated a girl before that's had a dump truck, but I'm open to it, you know? <laughs> so um, I'm a worldly guy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so she, uh, you know, she was, she kind of 
taught me her love of construction. Um, so I was in, I was doing sales when I met her and then I was actually waiting to become a firefighter locally. So mm-hmm. a couple of years into us dating, I got on the fire department and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to have some time off. So I'm going to learn how to golf or something. And she's like, no, you're going to work. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to work. So yes. <laughs> I went to work and it was nothing glorious. Uh, you know, nothing pretty that you would want to post on any social media platform. You know um, it was all, you know, uh, the economy was tougher at the time. You know, we were doing jobs with digging holes in basements and putting yeah. lally columns in, you know, just stuff that pays the bills to keep, you know, just solid work, work. honest work, yeah. honest yeah, work. structural work. A lot of, you know, we have a lot of old buildings here mm-hmm. in Boston that, you know, foundation repair, things like that, you know, nothing, nothing fun. I actually love when we go to like old houses like that, or we look at a job and it's like a really, really old house. It's just so cool seeing how they, how they built them, you know, years and years and years ago and how they, how it all came yeah. together, you know, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm looking at like, man, now we have like nail guns and compressors. Like these guys just sat here like a hammer. Can you <laughs> imagine it? It's crazy. And, and when they used to have like those hand planes that were wooden and they had one blade that came down through the middle of the plane. And yet they would make all that beautiful woodwork where they would, carved almost with planes and stuff like that and you go man now we just we don't even plug it in anymore like we just (laughs) bang batteries on and rip it to bits we've got a a tool for everything you know yeah i mean it's a real it was it's a true craftsmanship when you look at it you know you can appreciate that the time somebody took to learn that skill and and make that so i i I always look at it and how long it took to build something yeah you you think like you're in boston and the weather is you know it, it moves around a bit in Boston. You could be snow, <laughs> ice, whatever, and we're nice and beautiful and warm in the summer and stuff. So you get the full four seasons. You imagine going to work all winter long, and you didn't have a house that was closed in, so you couldn't dig the the ground or anything. So you go, imagine what it took to, yeah, you would have. Nowadays, people complain if they think that it takes two years to design it and build it a custom home, and you go far out. Like imagine what it took back then. Oh yeah. I, I almost think that if we were in those times now, they would be so much more productive without cell phones because they could get stuff done faster. True. <laughs> then they wouldn't be on your <laughs> social media. Right, right. They'd just be like, yeah, what, what is that? You know, think about like you know, old school plumbers had the cast iron that they were doing it with and no, you know, no PVC or anything. It's it's just wild. And, and a and a hack sort of cut everything and yeah. It's, yeah. it's the true craftsmanship that's is what they've really learned and passed along. And and uh it's it's incredible when you and, see some of I was about to say, when you peel that back, you get a, an appreciation for the way they did things, the way the way the method was done. Um, and also knowing that, you know, they they passed the bricks downstairs. You know, they didn't they didn't have a loader or something that dropped. Right. Down there. right. Yeah. I mean, it was true hard work. Yeah, you it know, was real work. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you go home gritty and dirty. So Susan, and- what your family's multi-generational builders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where did they come from and how do they fit into this picture? And, and was it, was your only vehicle a dump truck? I want to know that too. Or did (laughs) you have a car and a dump truck? (laughs) So my family all were, you know, like a lot of people in America, my family came from Italy. So Uh my dad was born there. So, you know, which part, um, my dad was born in Milano and my grandfather was from casino and my Uh grandmother was from Opie, um, South of Rome. So, yeah. They all, you know, came over. Actually, some of my family ended up in Canada. Some got into the U.S. So, um, so we were, you know, so we ended up here in the U.S. Um, 
you know, a lot of immigrants come here and they end up in the construction field. Um, And that's, you know, I think that's why they had, you know, me doing quotes and, you know, things for them because they, you know, they, it was a second, second language for them. Um, You know, and there were six of us kids and they gave us all American names. They wanted us all to, you know, they want, they were happy that we were all American. They wanted all. They wanted to integrate into, uh, into the American system as much as anything. Right. Cause they, they would tell us how they had a hard time when they came mm-hmm. and they didn't speak English. And so they, you know, so that was important. So, you know, just growing up around that, that's kind of, you know, what I watched all the time. And I think I ended up with a dump truck because I have an older brother who's a year and a half older than me. And when we were on the job sites, all I wanted was to go into the backhoe. I just wanted to go into the truck and they would not let me go in because I was a girl. So I blame them for the reason why I had a truck. <laughs> A little bit of defiance there. Yes. Like, like, why can't, why can't I go into the truck? Come on. The power of no. (laughs) The power of no. I'm still not over it. (laughs) What kind of, what kind of dump truck do you drive today? Tell me. me. We don't have a dump truck anymore. Actually, we've traded in for some different trucks. Um, But to answer your other question, I also had a vehicle, not just a dump truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm right. It would have been better if I had just a dump truck. Well, it would have made a funnier story, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure when you go to the mall and you're trying to park a dump truck, it's like, oh my God, what do you do with that thing? Yeah, a little tough. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. So with that, and you both met, but you were already in the building game. You were in the fire game while yeah. putting yeah, them she, out. Right. She was building. I got on the fire department a couple of years after we started dating. And then, you know, I started doing that work, you know, we were digging for lally columns and stuff. Like I said, nothing pretty or glorious. Um, but that really did teach me a lot about how hard some of that work is. So I have an appreciation for the guys that do work with us because it is not easy work. You know, no, um, some no. guys might make it look easy, but you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's hard physical work. work eh? It's physical work and often in cramped spaces. And, you know, like you're always, there's always problems to overcome. Even if it's a new build, there's always problems to overcome. There's, always. And so everything works on paper, right? Yeah. That's why I stay on paper. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. I, I get people who go, especially from America, like um, there'll be architects and they will say things like, um, well, you know, you should really become the GC and then you'll make all this margin. And I go, oh, what a way to lose money. i'll draw it i'll draw it i'm all good with the drawing it because everything can work on paper oh we can't see that angle i'm sorry (laughs) 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 you'll work it out you'll work it out you're professional no it um, it does all work on paper so then you're building along how did you find time with all the things you do to have four kids like what how did, how did that no happen? We have no you can't stop and think about stuff like that. You just keep You don't going. have time to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a lot. When you say four kids, it sounds like a lot. So. When I read it and then I'm reading all the other things that you guys do, I'm going beyond my pay grade. I'm picking, <laughs> it, I'm picking it, Susan, that's got it all together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm sorry. a hot mess. No. <laughs> One of us has to be organized. Yes. Paul's yeah, who, our CFO. He's our chief fun officer. Paul keeps right. it light and fun because um, yeah. it was just me. We'd be just stressed out all the time. So he right. So he fun. keeps it. He keeps that uh, part moving for you because otherwise, as say, you'd you'd load up and get stressed out. But you've also you've done real estate as well. You've got a your real estate license, etc. 
Yeah. We have a real estate company as well. Yep. So I, I started, I've been building and selling real estate for about the same amount of time. I was 20 when I got my real estate license and kind of jumped right in. So I jumped into both kind of at once. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got a brokerage as well. She's yeah. an underachiever as you can yeah. tell. Yeah. Yeah. She should <laughs> mind you, she only looks young. So like, um, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of time. Paul, she can pick a game up. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But a bit of guidance, man. Bit of guidance. Gotta step it up, Paul. No, yeah. Tell me about it. Exactly. I feel so lazy compared to her. I'm like, I gotta do something. I just go the journey of like um, you know, parenting four kids, which you know, when you said before you always ended up on building sites, and I go, that's daycare. That yeah. is that is daycare before there was massive workplace health and safety. Because now, <laughs> nowadays you'd have to cotton wool them to put them anywhere near it. But in those right. days, that's why you were there. So I, I, I was like, yeah, I know exactly why you're there. Right, right. They didn't know what else to do with it. There are yeah. too many of us. There were six of us. There's like, six okay. of you. Like, you, we're not making that kind of money that we're going to can afford somebody to look after you all day. Right. So you're coming to work with us today, you know, like you exactly. can help us out around here. <laughs> hey, but what a great education, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just growing up watching it. It's... um. Yeah, it was interesting to grow up watching that and then yeah. bringing Paul in, you know, as, you know, as he came in, we were doing those projects that were not so great. And then as the economy got better, you know, after, you know, the housing recession, we started uh-huh. doing some projects on our own that were, you know, we bought a house that needed to be totally renovated. So we started doing some of those types of projects where we were buying them, designing them, renovating them, reselling them. Um, and you know, so you were flipping, started, you were flipping houses. Yeah, such a bad word to use. I, I know, know. Yeah, yeah. Like flipping a hamburger, flip <laughs> someone the middle finger, <laughs> flipping just flipping them the bird. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It just doesn't sound good. Right. Well, so I spe- think people spec. they say spec house, so Paul likes so, to call them spectacular. I saw them spectacular. You know, they say yeah, spec because house. I think this is the thing as well. You know, people automatically think that. Um, when people flip houses that they do the worst and the cheapest and the, they take every shortcut and they don't know how it's being done. Um, My first house I flipped here in Australia with my best buddy, we bought it for $320,000 and we sold it for $980,000. You think we did some work to that thing? We did some work to that thing. Yeah. You know, like, um, and, and yes, it was a flip. That was our intention right from the start. But right at the top end, you know, we took it from this end of the market to this end of the market. Um, right. So, yeah, it's, and that was 22 years ago. So, yeah. And I think that's what kind of attracted us to that part of the business because, you know, we're contractors first and we were seeing a lot of investors doing flipping homes and the quality, you know, was that questionable, investor, right? Not of a contractor. So I said, you know, we know, we know how to do this work. We know, you know, we know what these should look like. We know quality looks like because we, you know, first do work. That's what you built your company on. Right. Yeah. Right. And homeowners not going to pay you if it doesn't look right. So, you learn, you know, it's a different quality standard versus, you know, versus just investing. So, um, you know, so we started, you know, doing that. And as we were doing that, we started, you know, doing much prettier projects. Yeah. 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 Homeless, Which now you only do pretty projects. You only well, we do pretty to, projects yeah. now. Right? I mean, you know, you but, hope to evolve and get better as you do it longer, course. right? Yeah. You try different things and you have different things that inspire you, you know, and uh-huh. so forth. So I think that was the big piece was, you know, Susan had done a couple of those projects prior to us dating and she was a little scarred from it because it didn't go 
Went right into the housing it, recession. It didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, right. So right. The bummer to do them. We finally, you know, finally kind of found one and did it. And then, you know, she was able to design it how she felt it should be. Not, yeah. you know, I want white cabinets. I want this. It was really how she envisioned that property to be. The freedom and, to be your own client. Totally. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. I still to this day when we purchase properties, it's that's one of my rules is that I won't, I won't resell them either until they're completely done or if someone wants to buy one, I'm like, this is my canvas. So, um, they yeah, can't so pick I anything. Don't give them a so, no, so yeah, they don't get a lot of leeway, but they're coming on your journey. They're buying your brand. They're buying your mm-hmm. vision of it. And look, you know, like if they go down the street and they're not buying a new build, that they're buying something else, they're buying somebody else's previous vision right. and whatever it is, you know, so any which way that's, most of the marketplace, you know, and then there's the, the lucky people who go, can you just design me something? And it's all about what they need, what they want, you know, and yeah. that's a, that's a different marketplace. Yeah. And so yeah. go, sorry, Paul. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, I was just saying it. I mean, she, she knocked it out of the park with, you know, designing the house, you know, yeah. cause the real estate background came into for her. So it was really, you know, she always heard feedback from people when she'd look at houses. So she's taking that into account along with, you know, people buying a house, okay, it needs a kitchen, needs this. So she's can help them figure out those costs. You know, what is mm-hmm. it going to cost? Of it? Will the house retain that value? You know, it's, it's mm. really kind of encompassing, you know, there's a lot of complementing pieces in there between, you know, uh, the, the real estate and the construction and design. So oh, undoubtedly, together, right. Yeah. And to put them all together, that one person can handle that is a rare thing, you know, yeah. to, to be able to do that. Um, I've yet to meet anybody else that does what she does, but um, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible when you see some of the designs that she puts together and, and, you know, it's, it's, again, it's how people live, people live differently now. That's what yeah. we always say, you know, it's well, like, that's now- a big change, isn't it? Like, you know, you're talking before about renovating and you're down in the basement and, or, you know, in the foundations and stuff. Um, but just the way we live as human beings is so different from how we did. Oh goodness. I don't know. 20 years ago and then if you go back 40 years or 60 years or 100 years it's just it's epically different i think the the thing that stuck out with the covid pandemic was in especially in australia and new zealand places like that where there was massive lockdowns well you did in america as well we're not so much lockdown but you stayed home we don't we don't design houses for people to be in all day we, we design houses for you to come and go to work from and right. to have family moments and but not to put all the kids at school in that same environment. You're both of you at work in that same environment. We don't design houses like that. We'd never, nobody ever said in their brief, oh, so uh, we're going to have the kids in the room and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to have this. And so this is, and we're not going to go up beyond our property boundary. Um, you know, we, we'll be able to go outside sometimes. Nobody ever said that in their brief. I've been doing this thing for 20 years. Everybody's like, open it up, get us outdoors. You know, like, oh, right. I go to work from this time to this time. And this is, you know, we've got a home office, but, you know, we've got an office down the street as well. And, you know, so on and so on. And the pandemic changed the, the focus of, of how, A, our houses needed to be, and B, do they need to be like that forever? Or is it just a moment in time? Right. That's the question because a lot of people are going back to the office now, but a lot of people are, you know, remote permanently. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, so you still, you do see a lot of people that was a permanent shift. So, um, you know, so it is interesting to see how, you know, home is now also work, also school, also, you know, also all of these things that 
you know. Yeah. To, and know, and can you share an office as well? Is the other thing, you know, like. Um, nope. <laughs> Most people no. cannot. I need my too own hard. space, man. <laughs> you know, she's on the phone a lot. I am. It's too hot. We can't yeah. be in the same office so just you, for that reason. You, you look at that and you go like, just for that reason alone, do it in your house. Right. You know, do it in your home. It's um. So with with that kind of thing, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was you obviously have to stay on top of what is happening with trends. Um, yes. at, not just like, you know, is blue in or is green in or whatever, you know, what sort of tile is it in caustic? Is it whatever? What's not that stuff, but the greater trends of what the marketplace is doing. And where do you get inspired for that? What, tell me your journey. I mean, I, you know, I, every project is different. Every client <clears throat> is different. So, you know, so for me, I, you know, I kind of take it one client at a time, kind of, you know, figure out how they live. You know, that's what you're designing mm-hmm. for. How, how do they live? You know, what, you know, what appeals to them? And a lot of people can't really verbalize what appeals to them or like, they know what they like when they see it, but they maybe can't fully tell you, or they might tell you something, but it's not really. So, you know, so I bring them in a lot of times it's, you know, I'm just asking a ton of questions, you know, what I'm showing them pictures and, you know, do you like this picture? You don't have to tell me what you like about it. Just yes or no. You're not, you know, committing to it to just kind of get a feel of what, what they're looking for and what is going to appeal to them because ultimately, you know, we're creating a space that, you know, that they're going to be in, that they're going to live in mm-hmm. how they live, you know, how are you working from home? Are you out of the home? Are you, you know, are there kids? Are you entertaining? Are there, you know, who's in the house and how, you know, I even ask, you know, when you're cooking, you know, where, where do you keep where, where, where do you put the spoon and where's the oil and where's the tomato yeah. sauce? You know, do like, you ever yeah. have to go into the garage to get anything? Do you ever have to go into the basement? What's down there that we need to bring up? You know, all those things, you know, we're just uh, asking all of those questions. We do this as the same sort of thing. I'm probably tougher than you. I say, when you show me a picture, we want to dissect what you do like and what you don't like in it. Cause I've had people show me a picture of something. They've shown me one and, um, or I show them one be a better one. And they, they go, Oh yeah, I like that. And I go, okay, cool. And I put it, you know, in the, in the like pile and then I've got the pile of rejects and I say to them, so in this picture, what did you like? Oh, I really love that door handle. Like, <laughs> what the, are you serious? Like, like yes. what the door, what do you like the floor? Oh no, 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 no. I don't like right. that color timber. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you like that window? No, 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 no. I don't like that window. No, no, no. that door, <laughs> but that door handle, I'd really like those in my home. Yes. And you go, <laughs> that one. And here and, you were looking at something else thinking. Oh, I'm yeah, looking at the whole okay, picture going, dissect. got that. Yeah, man, I'm all over this thing. Right. <laughs> That's why I designed for me so easy. I just say, Susan, what are we putting in there? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Pass me the thing that we're putting in there, please, Susan. Um, the other one is, is um, I had this the other day, left or right-handed was, uh, I, we were doing a, an, a, and a double on suite. So I think we call it a Jack and Jill. I don't know yep. what you guys call it. That's but um, call it. yeah, so two bedrooms and an on suite in between uh, for two girls. And they're uh, two and a half years apart in age. And I was like, I said, okay, so she's got her vanity here. She's got her vanity here. So they're spoiled kids already. So they've <laughs> got an on suite and vanities that are separate. Um, and I said, we were having this discussion about where a tap should be mounted. And I said, look, for the tap that you really want, 
I can't mount it. We can't mount that behind the basin because the basin's a non-top basin and it needs to be for all these other reasons. But who's, I know one of the girls is left and one's right. I haven't got it in my notes. Who's, which one's which? And she said, well, she's left and she's right. And I said, okay, cool. So we need our PowerPoint set up on one side and we need our tap set up on the other side because when you're girls, when you're um, blow drying your hair or using your curling tongs or any of these things, you don't want the, the lead to be running across the tap and tangling in the tap or across your face, you know, like you want it to come from the side that makes the most sense for you. Um, and so just these things and the, the, the owner, it was like, really, you think about that stuff? And I go, not really. I don't think about it. It's come, become automatic, but let's dig into why we do things this right. way and what right. makes the most sense, you know, like the shape of your basin. She'd chosen a basin that when the water was going to hit it, it was going to come straight out again and saturate the front of them. And I went, it, 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 this basin isn't the right basin. It needs to be a flat bottomed basin because it's got this big lip that's running up. And she thought that it was going to look really pretty. And I said, well, look at the angle of your tap where it's going to hit and there's where the water's going to come. Just okay. things like that, you know, or people set up a basin and it's the, the tap, you turn the tap on, it goes straight down the hole. So right. to wash <laughs> the basin out is just a, a mission, you know, it yeah. needs to go into the basin. But just that's design, isn't it? I mean, well, that's, that, that's actually designing for other people as well, looking at what right. their thing is and going, oh, you're never going to live in the house. It's not my home. I'm not going to live in it. So, right. yeah, I get that. I so get that story. And I think, I think it's, you know, everybody doesn't like the cosmetic pieces, right? I don't like my kitchen. So then it's like, well, why don't you like kitchen? Well, cause me and my husband can't cook in there at the same time or something. Right. So then it's like you said, digging deeper and just, deeper into those questions to really yeah. pull out what they want. Cause people know what they like, but they don't know what they want. You know, Susan always tells me that. And I think she's really good about extracting what they, you know, out of their head kind of what they visualize, they can't verbalize it as well and be like, this is what I want, this, this, and this, but they give her enough information to run off of. And and then you can start to move in a direction. I think it's an amazing skill. I think it was um, Steve Jobs who said the customer isn't always right because the customer doesn't know what we're going to give them yet. So we don't design, whilst we design for the customer, they don't know the future. So they'll only ask us for what they already know. Until right. we until we can invent something, and you're the same. It's like you know, we often in this industry get people who kind of go, "Ah, oh, these clients they they don't understand." Well, why the hell would they? They're probably a lawyer or a doctor or something. Correct. Why why would they understand construction? Tell me right. that. If you go in and you're going to get an operation, you don't go, "Oh, oh, just." can you just move that little bit over there and just pull that open <laughs> there? And although you don't know what that's going on in there. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what Paul does for our, our clients. He's he, he converts everything into very, you know, simple because that's the thing when you're talking to clients, sometimes you're using, you know, construction talk, yeah, and, you know, technical talk, and they don't, you know, they kind of look at you like kind of Paul says, they look at me like, their eyes are glazing over when I'm talking. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I met her, she was talking about construction me and I'm like, I, I didn't understand anything she was telling me because it wasn't in the field, you know, and I'm just like, huh. And so as I got more you're into thinking it, she is it, so smart. 
She, oh yeah. I'm like, what is she seeing? Uh-huh. Just look, don't look, don't look stupid. Yeah. Like, right. Uh-huh. Right. Wow. Like, yeah. Really? Oh, gable yeah. end. Yeah. Oh no. no, I totally, I want a couple of those gable ends. Yeah. You know, those Can we good. put those everywhere? Cause they're really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got a friend named Gable. Yeah. He loves <laughs> Clark, you know. Clark. Yes. <laughs> but she always would explain these things. And eventually once I learned them, I'm like, okay, for me, I'm, I'm a very layman's term. Keep it simple. And, and, you know, like you said, kind of tying into what you were saying is, Every profession has a language of love is what I like to say, right? Doctors talk about things we don't know. You know, scientists talk about things we wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're hiring you is because they want your expertise in that. But you, as the contractor, the designer, the the builder, you know, the architect, your job is to relay that information to them so that they understand it. And people are afraid to ask questions because they don't want to feel stupid. You know, they don't want you to think that they're stupid because yeah. you don't, you know, because you're like, how do you know what gable is, yeah, right? What, what do you mean? You don't want, is. you want a Dutch gable or you want to, yeah, what, what? Right. Yeah, right. like it, as if they know. know. Yeah. Right. And they shouldn't know because that's why they're hiring. That's why you. we're here. Right. Uh-huh. That's what we're here for is to help them, you know, Get learn through that process. process. Susan and, be like, oh, you know, the gable end over here. And they're looking at her and I'll be like, you know, the, if you look on the side of your house, you know, the A-frame and they'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so <laughs> when they understand it, too, they're more comfortable with the process. They, they they are more into it and they feel better when we tell them things. You know, it's yeah. more of a not it's not one of those where you're doing it. And then later on, they're like, oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you know? exactly. You've taken them on the journey right from the start. Correct. You, yeah. you, they're really understanding what they're getting. It's not just like, okay, like they're just yesing you to death and you, you do something and then they're like, oh, that's not what I thought it was. What, yeah, what yeah, yeah. What we yeah. talked about, you know, yeah. but they didn't yeah, This is what it. I told you. This is what right. I told you we were doing, right. you know, right. yeah, 100%. Paul's, Paul's really good at, you know, taking everything and making it, um, you know, ex- accessible where, you know, I might talk in, you know, two technical terms and he's like, oh no, it's, you know, it's this. We had, we had a video where, because people would ask all the time why we build two-story homes versus single story. And of course I'm going into this big, long answer about, you know, the square footage of the foundation and the concrete and how, you know, roof and. By the time we do this and it's cheaper to do this and it gives you more of this. and (laughs) And then he comes out and he says, well, you know, if you have a box on top of a box, that's less money than if you just do one huge box. And you know, I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so we had a lot of people who said, okay, that, you know, that makes sense. So yeah, it, 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 better utilization of land. Otherwise you've got to buy two lots to fit the house across or whatever. And, you know, and, it, and so on and so on. Right. And like, yeah. So he just, you know, put it in very, you know, simple terms. And, and we had a lot of people who said, Hey, that was, you know, that was really good. I got it. You know, I got it at that point. So that's what's, now we've been putting our, you know, our work and we put a lot of videos out on social I was, media. I was so. going to ask you that, that was that next thing. So what, what, what turned that switch where you went from Paul explaining to one to two people at a time to, oh, hell, I, I'll talk to millions. You know, I was going to be a DJ. <laughs> I'll talk to millions and let's get this point across to everybody. What, what was that switch where you went? Well, you know, we actually, whilst educating a few, we could educate many and actually yeah. enjoy the journey. Yeah. Clearly, well, Paul, Paul was like, he, he, you had to drag him into it. I can yeah, see he that. Yeah, he kicking and yeah. screaming, but he's, eventually. He's still I mean, kicking and screaming. Well, there's a lot to learn in construction. It takes a long time to really feel comfortable with it. So, you know, think about how long it takes somebody who's in the trades like us and, and then someone who doesn't do it at all. And yeah. we're trying to do a project for them. And like, what do you mean you don't know what this is? And, you know, so 
it's kind of crazy for us to think that way, you know, cause you're really trying to understand what they want and what mm-hmm. they need. So it's like really once it just is better overall, it's just keeping it simple for them so that they can really understand it, I think is um, a huge piece because there's just so much information out there. There's so many things. And I think it yeah. builds a lot of trust too. like, you know, the videos and everything we do, it's, you know, we're just kind of giving the information how Susan and I do it, right. Everybody has different ways of doing yeah. that, but luckily people would take to that process that we do it and, you know, would continue to watch and follow us. So, you know, we didn't think anybody was going to watch. I had a mentor who I would speak to and I was on the phone with her one day and we were doing a video call and he was always crashing our calls every time. Uh, Really? (laughs) 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 One day he's, you know, he's on the call and he's, you know, he's doing, doing his thing. And she said, you two need to do some video. And so I immediately freeze and I'm like, what are we going to do? What do you mean I've got to do video? (laughs) Right. And she said, just exactly what he's doing right now. Just put that on video. And that's just kind of how, that's just kind of how it started. We we had the real estate brokerage and we were going to do real estate videos. And I said, well, why don't we practice on the construction company? Just, you know, why don't we screw up our successful business? (laughs) Exactly. With some, with some, with some video. (laughs) there's a beautiful sprawling estate (laughs) located at you know the the the, my attention spans awful i I mean it really is it's terrible so i that's why i keep it that's why i have to dump that's why you have susan yes (laughs) yeah i send her articles i'm like hey She's like, oh yeah, did you read that article? I'm like, no, what did it say? Mm. Yeah. Tell me. I'm like, no. Tell me I'm about like, it. Yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't get time to read it fully. Tell me right. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes they put the same article out with a new title. And so one time he sent me one. And I said, You've already sent me this article. And he said, No, I haven't. I said, No, it's a different title, but it's the same article. And he said, Oh, well, I didn't actually read it. I just thought the title was good. So I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like the kind of thing you'd be interested in. <laughs> yes. Completely. Yeah, he actually did that when we were dating. He gave me a card. Do you remember this? <laughs> he gave me a I don't card. know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then he gave it's me never the been exact, forgotten though. The same exact card again, but it was a different, it was like a different color or something. I said, You've already given me this. And he said, No, I didn't. <laughs> this is Paul's finest moments brought to you by Adrian. <laughs> What a resilient woman you are. So I I read for us and he talks for us. That's how it goes. So it works out. I like that. You know, I saw something the other day in somebody's feed or something. And it was uh, um, this wall mural that was all the love letters that this couple had sent each other back in like 1910 or something. Oh, that's cool. So they must have kept them all. And somebody had made a wall of all these love letters, which was, that's, I was thinking about it. I went, come, you know, our kids will never get that because no. how do you put all those texts or Snapchats or whatever <laughs> on a wall? You can virtually, I suppose. Well, most of them you can't, but um, yeah, like that, that's a, almost a, a thing that would never happen anymore because nobody writes enough to do that. Right. Yeah, they don't even teach a lot of that now in school. You yeah, know, kids no. need to learn how to type more than they need how to sign their name. You know, yeah. so it's that's just the evolution of of times. We talk about you know a lot, even with people that work with us in our agents. We talk about how you know can you shift gears quickly, right? Are you, yeah. Do you drive an automatic? Are you just on the same road you're going, or can you you know if something if a boulder's falling down the hill? 
can you learn to shift and get out of the way and then figure out a way around it? Right. You so that, that's, that's think of how about. shifting gears will be in 20 years will be something that people won't even know what you're talking about. Somebody right. will say it in 30 years or 40 years time. They'll go, I had my dad say that once. What is that about? And they'll be like going, well, there used to be cars that had these things in the middle that you changed gear with. Right. What do you yeah. mean? Like, you know, right. cause it'll all be electric. It'll be like, shifting gears will be gone you know yes. wild because the our kids even you know they took a taxi not long ago for the first time and they're like what's a tat like they didn't what's even know taxi? what it was it's not yeah. an uber or right. what do you mean Didi you gotta wave a... them down and you know like they didn't understand the process <laughs> which <laughs> that's just how we grow it's what you do right? right but that's again that's just the evolution of of how people of live life. right yeah. yeah i mean it's wild especially with the information so um accessible now you know we would probably never cross paths with you ever, you know, if this no, was not if it wasn't like ago, this, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, so that, 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 um, you know, the bridge that that creates where you can meet people that are creative and learn different things like the, there's so much information out there. So it's so fun it, it, to learn. And I'm a learn from video where Susan's a reader. So she reads yeah. a lot. I watch a lot of video and listen to podcasts and things like that. So, you know, everybody has different ways on how they retain information. So that works for her and it works for me, but it's really cool because you just meet so many more creative people. It's just the, the landscape is so vast. It's so vast like that. The other thing is, is that like Susan's brain type or learning mode has existed for a long, long, long time. Yours used to be a one-on-one -on -one situation. Like mine's the same as yours, Paul, where it's a one-on-one -on -one situation kind of, or, a, you know, group of things. So I can learn from a video. I'm not patient enough to watch them all, the long pieces. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but, but Susan could go and look in the manual or a book or something and she'd work it out from there. Where I'd be going, really? I, I haven't got time to do that. I'll just get started. Like I, I have this joke with instructions. I go, that's for people who can't innovate and think like creatively. <laughs> it ties into what I say all the time. But books, got, they're all just a guide, right? There, there's, there's guides and then there's new ones that come out because things change, right? That's so it's it. like, that's how you innovate is, you, you know, it just is a guide. It's that's a all. guide. Tell me, take me from, we did some videos. We did them on construction. It blew up and we ended up going down this TV show route and you can tell a little bit about that and then skip me into the app. Okay. Because the app is the new, like, I don't know, black dress or whatever it is. The yes. new yes, the yeah. app is a fun thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me yeah, about so that, we've been that doing journey. We've yeah, been all the cool kids have an app, you know. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Mine's in development. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So's mine. Don't worry. <laughs> Susan, you've got yours up and running, I believe. Tell me mine about your app. It's all right. I'll tell you about my app. <laughs> I clearly in me. the construction side of this business and getting shit done, you know, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you can talk to people about the app. Okay. Yeah. So we, so we started doing the videos and, you know, as time went on, they, you know, we were getting, we were building the business actually, you know, kind of really blew up the business from putting videos out there in a way that we didn't expect. And, you know, they kind of evolved. People wanted to see more whole houses. They wanted to see more things. And through having our stuff out there, we had, you know, TV producers reach out to us about doing a show, um, you know, and ultimately, you know, going down that traditional road. Um, they want a lot from you to do those shows. They want you to sign away a lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of oh, things. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately we decided that that wasn't the route for us. 
Um, so not we, that you were trying to keep control or anything, Susan. Uh, uh, why, why would you, you think that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like signed all his sign up. Right. And, and Susan's like, Paul, I'm not signing that, honey. Look right. at what we've got to give away. Right. <laughs> you read any of that? No, they said no, no, but no. I thought you'd find it interesting to read. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. And I was like, we're not signing this. Um, so, you know, so we ended up, so we're working with a producer here and he's, you know, and that's kind of how the TV show evolved. It was kind of our audience saying, you know, Hey, we want to see, you know, whole house reveals. We want to see the clients. We want to see more of the story and that, you know, that's kind of what social media has done. Um, you know, as, as you said, years ago, it was one-on-one and now it's, you know, you can put a video out and you can talk to a lot of people. You can, you know, you can be in front of a lot of people. So through that, we've built, you know, we've built a connection with our audience, with people who are following us. I mean, we have clients who they might watch our stuff, you know, for a year or two years before they ever call us. But when they do call us, they know, they know what they're getting. They know, you know, they know what they're getting into. They know they might get something. <laughs> they're already bought into the system, so to speak, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and they know, right. It's not like, you know, we come in, give them a quote and then they never see work or anything, you know, we, we have know our own know that processes. they might see Paul doing some weird things on their, you know, on their job site. Highly likely. Yes. Highly likely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they know that you're in the background, Susan, making sure that he's. Yes. <laughs> they see the end result. So they're like, okay, well, you can deal yeah. with that because we know in the end it's all going to work. Everybody out knows mom's always there. <laughs> that's, you know? oh, mom's that's, there. Isn't that so good? You could use that as a lovely title. Mom's always here. Mom's always like, there. She yeah, always yeah. takes care. She's the responsible one. Yeah. yeah. Dad lets you have some fun. Right. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, when mom's not looking, there's going to be some, some things going on. So <laughs> like Paul, you know, we had a video where Paul was, you know, running through showers, fully clothed and, you know, or he's, you know, doing target practice with, you know, things on, on the job site. So he's always, you know, he's always having fun, making it light because it's super stressful. You know, when you're doing a renovation, a hundred percent stressful time, you guys, so, you guys probably know Matt Risinger from the build show. So yeah. Matt, Matt is, you know, like he keeps it to the knitting. It's like, this is about the building, the science, the da, 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 da. And um, yeah, I can imagine that if you guys were on the same show, he'd be like, stop all running around. Susan, can you just keep him still, please? I don't want to put his foot in that bucket or whatever. Oh, I mean, he will. He I mean, will. the thing I've learned from being a firefighter is, you know, I've seen people in a lot of bad mm-hmm. um, positions in their life where, you know, when they call us, they're they're not doing good. You know, they're, they're typically at some of the worst moments in their life. So, you know, I look at things from a different, you know, perspective of, you know, nobody's dying here. It's, you know, everything can be fixed. It's construction, you know, at the end of the day. So it's like, you know, and I understand people's stress because they are spending a lot of money. They're hoping they make the right decision. They're hoping they you know, pick the right contractors, right. you know? Yeah. So I think the video really, it was eye-opening for us to hear, you know, we would go out around where we live and people be like, Oh, I saw that video. It was so funny. And, you know, people don't always like it. They don't always comment, but you know, people watch and see, you know, what you're up to. And social media is kind of the new people watching. You don't sit out on a bench in the city and watch. This yeah, guy. you don't sit on your porch or your stoop right. anymore and um and watch everybody go by. You've got it. It's a way bigger. Um, and that's what everybody's doing. They're sitting on their stoop watching everything go by, but they're doing it through YouTube or through your right. app. 
Right. Yeah. Through Susan's yeah. app. I'm going to refer yes, to through Susan's app. Right. Yeah. Mine's uh, in, in, it's in. Uh, yours in is in development. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right. Yeah. So my app, it, it's the, the name of the show is Renovation Rekindle, and that's mm-hmm. the name of the app. So I on need the to app, ask that little piece about the Rekindle piece because I did do some reading on that, but I really liked it. Paul's Paul came up with that name, actually. Well, I, I just look at what Susan transforms things to. And then what, what, you know, what I, you know, when I'm watching her kind of put these together and I don't know all the pieces right away, but as I start to help and get things in place and I'm like, you know, I always look around at the end of a project and I'm like, this place looks incredible, you know, and she's always questioning herself because she really wants the people to feel special. Uh She wants that space, whatever it is designed to feel special to them. So, you know, we've had clients ask, Oh, I saw that tie we did on this job. Can we, you know, can I use that in my bathroom? She's like, no. And they're like, and they look at her. What do you mean? I'm paying you to do this. What do you mean? (laughs) Because that was something they picked and it's going to be, it's special for them, but we will find one that's just as nice and special for you. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll do the journey with you to find that. So the rekindles the fall in love with every piece of it. Well, you, you're, when you go buy a house, you know, a lot of times, especially now the market's crazy. It's like, you Uh know, people look at a house for not a long period of time and they walk in and they see just maybe a big space, like this is great, you know, and then they move in and then they learn the house, right? They learn all the nuances of the house, the things they don't like this door squeaks, (laughs) this is broken. And then that's when we want to come in, fix all that and really make them fall back in love with the house. Cause they saw potential maybe when they bought it, but they didn't know how to bring that potential out. And I think it, Susan's so amazing at pulling that stuff from their um, people's minds of what they want or what they think they want and actually, you know, tangibly putting it in front of them. Bringing it in front of them, making it real, bringing the dream to life. You know, it's a fascinating thing, isn't it? You go down the street to to buy a house and you, you go hunting, say house hunting for a, whether it's a new house or, in a, you know, a house that's um, already built and, you might get to spend, I don't know, let's just knock it out of the park and say four hours in it before you make this, yeah, <laughs> these multi-million dollar purchases right. or yeah. million dollar right. purchases. You can get a car worth maybe $40,000 and they'll give it to you for the weekend. Right. To drive around and then check it out and all the rest. And you can, you know, scream down the highway in it as fast as it'll go and you can slam the brakes and you go around in an open home when it's open and slam all the doors and you know do anything like that can you imagine what would happen let your kids just jump over everything you can do that with a cheap well not even cheap car with a car so easily yet when we look at the 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 housing market you get a nanosecond for something that's going to affect your life for so long Every yes. decision that's made in the design will be a decision. You'll either live with it comfortably or and not even know, or it will irritate you. So I really yeah. respect the, the ability to pull it out of people it's, so it's that not, you get it right. It's not easy. Them. I mean, I can't do it. I'm glad that she can because that's what she, you know, she's able to do that. But Just on top of her long list of things that she can do. I mean, I'm eye said. candy is what I like to say when we go to jobs. I'm just eye candy. You know, <laughs> She's just got me here because I'm buff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just really, it's, you know, we're very open with our clients. We're very transparent about things, right? Because it's like, you can't, you know, 
I've said this before, years and years ago, you you know, you go and buy a car and there's this magic blue book that only the dealership yeah. has. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's worth only so much. Yeah. The information was secretive right now. 15, even 20 years ago, it's not secretive. It's very open source. People will go out and share that. And you have to be part of that and willing to share and educate people with that. And I think, you know, our focus is always on the work, right? Uh, you know, yeah. when you focus on the work, you know, the money will follow, right? Uh-huh. But focusing on the work is, is the key piece. And, and we try to stay in our lane and we're not like, oh, what's this guy doing? What's this girl doing? What, what, you know, it's literally the focus. Stay in your lane and get, get what you do right. Be, right. be that. Don't get distracted by other things around you. Just kind of focus on what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. And we always invite clients to come look at current projects that we're working on. Um, a lot of our past clients are always like anyone that wants anyone to come by and look, come through. You no, know, yeah. and they're happy to show. So it's a testament to what she's putting together there and showing people that. And you know, I don't know how you hire a contractor and you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and you've seen pictures and never actually tangibly walked and seen and touched anything. I always done. say to people, you're going to get into bed with this person, um, yep. and you want some really sweet pillow talk because there's going to be some moments that you're going to be really unsure of where you're going next. I'm and stealing that con- just so you know that sweet pillow talk. <laughs> yeah. I will definitely reuse regurgitate that just so you know. <laughs> it's all good. It's yours, but it's yeah. so true, isn't it? Like there'll be pillow talk, and it'll either be this isn't what I'm expecting, or it'll be I'm so glad you've got my back, and I'm so glad that this works, and thank you for telling me all these things. You know, like that. I'm, I'm, you know, comfortable with it because the process of developing or building a home is yeah it's complex and there's plenty of things that will no matter how experienced you are there's plenty of things that will just sideswipe you just oh, yeah. enough and um the speed that things move at you know sometimes it doesn't seem to move very quickly and then it moves really quickly and then suddenly i always say to clients there's a point when we're going to ask you to make a million decisions in two weeks yeah and they're like what and i go i go it is true but it won't really be a million decisions in two weeks, but it will feel like constant overwhelm. So we want to kick some of these off early so that we've got some runway and then we're going to revisit them later. So then they, these aren't set in stone yet, but we're going to get some runway so that it feels familiar for when everything has to be, okay, we're ticking boxes here because every box we tick has got a dollar amount attached to it. And how do we make the best decision for your dollar for you? So yeah, it's a and, and it hits overwhelm. This is a rabbit hole. Go back to the app, Susan. Your app. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Susan, tell us about your app, Renovation Rekindle. We're really interested in to hear about this app that you have, Susan. Please. I love rabbit holes. Me and Adrian are all ears. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> all ears. <laughs> so the app, Renovation Rekindle, it has 10 full episodes on it. It has some other content on there as well. And they're 10 half-hour episodes, they're full projects renovations and it can be downloaded on any of the app stores on pretty much any device yeah android ios roku there yeah if you look everybody's at everybody's got it yeah yep. mm-hmm. so season one is on there and we're in the middle of filming season two right now so that will come out later this year oh, so, cool. so the name the name i'm sorry to interrupt you the name yeah, with kindle renovation with kindle i kind of thought of it because it's like falling back in love with your house again because susan and i don't go out because we really do love our house you know and I feel like a lot of people go out, uh, you know, Friday nights go out because they don't like their house, right? They come home from maybe a job, they had a rough day. They're not comfortable. They don't yeah. feel comfortable, right? It's a feeling, right? 100%. So that's why they want to be there. So me and her don't go out because we actually like being home and we like spending time with each other. 
And I feel like sharing that with other people and really getting them to grasp that concept. Because one of the goals we always joke about is like, we want you to never leave your house. You know, <laughs> yeah, because right. we love it so much, you know. And we've had clients literally say that's just like we haven't left since you finished this uh, project, you know. And right. it's it's awesome to hear that. It's, it's, it's an awesome great. responsibility. It's great to see, you know, after doing these projects and then you know filming the reveal mm. because they you know, they can't see it while you know while we're doing it and seeing because even they're nervous about that, right? They're like, oh my goodness, this is going to be what I want. So seeing their reaction at the end, it's you know, it's been so motion roller coaster. Yeah. How do you how do you like? lock them off site as such like how do you how do you how do they get the real reveal so that they go oh oh my god like at what period do you stop letting them come to site or how do you manage that so that so they can come to the site right up until it's rough but you know no no walls or anything and then paul will if they're living in the house, Paul will build walls and block them out. Which we did. Like, to sort of just put them a cave or a room. Yeah, or, we'll, yeah. They we'll can put a temporary, noise. we'll put a wall. Yeah, they can hear this banging and <laughs> nail guns going off and saws and grinders. <laughs> and then he will put paper on all the windows so they can't see in. He will change all the locks so that they can't get in. True he's, story. Yeah, he's yeah. There's no no messing it's, around. It's not, um, a lot of them, because of the size of our projects, a lot of them move out. But the few that have been there, we you know we we tape up kind the windows of and yeah. Even, so even if they try to cheat, Paul right. will. You can go through all that effort, but Paul will make sure you can't get in. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you ever had that opportunity to like reveal like that, and it was very eye opening for me when I saw it for the first time. Like being in the room with people when they feel like they've like made it, so to speak. Right. So yeah. it's like, they've, they've got to this point. They it's like what they've been trying to get out of the head and, and build this life and home and place so they can have memories. It's incredible to be there. That's that could be like some of the most powerful 60 seconds of time that you can be in with them, you know, cause they're just in this moment and you're just hoping they like it, you know, which yeah, great. You know, and <laughs> you're when desperate they for them to like it. Cause then right. the last <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, if they pull the blindfold off, they're like, what is this? You know, <laughs> not a good sign. Are we at the neighbor's place? Really? Right. Right. <laughs> Who came I mean, up with this idea? Exactly. <laughs> well, some, some I, I've got one it, of like, those coming up house. For, t- for 20 years. I've, I've never done one like that, but I've got a client who um, they said, okay, I met them a month before they, they left the country. I left the country for two weeks in that month. So they've gone overseas and in October, I think it's the 15th. Hopefully the builder knows what date it is. Susan, can you write something down for me? Just like, <laughs> um, Susan, let us know when that reveal. Yeah, could you just. Make sure we can put it on the app. Right? Yeah, exactly. Could you put that on my on your app so I can be in touch? <laughs> um, they're going to fly back in and it's turnkey. Oh, wow. And cool. so they've said to me, we don't want to know all the things you're going to choose. And, and this is from, um, it's in construction now. In fact, I've got a meeting there with the engineer this morning, but it's um, it's one of those things where they said, we trust you, surprise us. Wow. And I'm going, yeah. we're spending a lot of money. Are you sure you want me to surprise <laughs> <Yeah>. you? <laughs> yeah. You're feeling a little bit more pressure. pressure. You're like, okay, I better make sure yeah. it is, you know, it's, you're going to do better because you've got this, okay, it's, you know, it's on you. A hundred percent. It's on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's your true expertise. That's it, what they're really. It'll you know, either be a success and I'll do another one for somebody or that'll be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are honestly the most, most fun we have, a, you know, being on so much social media, we actually have a lot of clients who do that. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's a little bit, you know, more pressure. And I ask them more uh, questions because I want to make sure that, you know, what I'm picking is stuff that they like. Let's be clear. It's more pressure for Susan. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Got to make sure she knocks. Of course, you're all over this. I mean, Paul's all over it. Susan, right. if you're if you're feeling the pressure, just ask Paul what to do. Right. right. Yeah. He's like, He'll help fine. you through. I'm yeah, a, yeah. I'm, I'm He's got your back. That's yes, a, of course. Yeah. I mean, she always knocks it out. That's why when she <laughs> questions herself. I'm like, you look at I, what's here before and look at what is here now. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I totally get what you're saying, Susan, because like these people I've spent maybe four hours with um, and we can spend yeah, a truckload of money. That dump yeah. truck full. Yeah. You yes. Know? yes. <laughs> and That's I right. go, I don't, I don't want it to not be, you know, great and amazing for them but i also want the fun i'm going to actually yeah, i'm going to video the reveal i am making do a reveal that'll you be fun because we want to yeah it. i'll i'll video it and i'll make sure i send you a copy Love yeah that. we walk in with blind they have blindfolds on so they yeah i've seen how you do yours oh, yeah yeah until yeah. so we yeah. tell them to take it off and they when you when they've taken them off that's a legitimate first time that they've seen that space so it's power it's a powerful moment to be with them and it's an yeah. awesome moment to be with them when they you know, when you're sitting and then, there, then as you, as you go, they so they get the first, wow. But then after that, they get the, the continued layering of, of, of what's happened, you know, like they discover, they go on this journey and discover things. I know that when um, we design a house for somebody and, you know, like we will have had, I was going to say arguments, they're not arguments. We'll have had these things along the way where I'll have <laughs> said, um, you know, trust me on this one we're going to do something like this with it, you know, but then they're like, trust me on this one. Just go with me. This is why I've designed a hundred houses, you know, or more. This will benefit you. And then they'll go, you know, two months after they've moved in. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't keep arguing with you about that one. Not arguing, but you know, just so glad we didn't keep it as a point of discussion because that is just magical the way that works. I never thought of, you know, I couldn't imagine that that would do give me the result. Um, but, That's what the video has done. It's incredible in that sense. Yeah. That it really builds a rapport and a trust that people have with you because they're seeing you work. You're being, you know, you're just they putting yourself getting, out there, right? right. They, they know, know what they're getting. getting. They, they know that they can it. trust you. They've seen, yeah. you know, once they see a lot of your work, <clears throat> that's what clients will say is, okay, I've seen enough that I know that I'm going to like, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that's, I think you know, the other thing that they can they get so much from watching your video is um, a sense of your values and a sense of your, who you are as a person. And so they've either connected with you or they've blown you off. And so they, they've accepted you to be who you are. Um, and that's, that's got the power in it that um, somebody's trying to call me. Somebody's trying to call you. Yeah. They can stop that. Do you know what? It's a plumber. <laughs> I'm just cheering for you. That's all. I'm just cheering for whoever's calling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that part of they already understand your personality and they already understand who they're dealing with. And they they've they've as I say accepted you. They're they're excited for the journey. I think that's a big thing. So putting, putting it all there. yeah, putting it on all on an app means that your audience that you currently have finds you in a certain place. When people, how do you market the app to the people who don't know you yet? Like, how does that part work? How do you get, um, you know, like everybody listens to this will sign up. You'll see the boost um, in your figures. No, but how do you get that 
transition? And are we going to all become tribal and transition just to the people we like? You know, I hate I hate the way that all the, say, Instagram and Facebook and stuff, I, I follow a lot of different people. I love the eclecticness of when it used to be without an algorithm telling me what I liked. Yes. So people yeah. fall off it, you know. I don't want people to, to peel fall that off layer it. back. Yeah, I, I like it so that you see just yeah. randomly. Oh, 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 that's cool. I want to see that, you know. Um, yeah. So when when you do the app or with your app, how do you get people to? Um, how do you keep them engaged all the time? So you've got 10, 10 shows on there now. You'll put another ten on. Yep, yep. 10. So we've got yep. So we've got ten shows on there now. We've got some you know some extra content that is related to the show. We have another season that we're working on and some other content that we're working on to kind uh-huh. of keep it, you know, just to kind of always keep current it. and yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, and I think exactly, you know, exactly what you said when people, you know, when people see our videos and the people who follow us, they, you know, they decide when you're putting yourself out there that people can decide, Oh, I like these guys or they're, you know, not my cup of tea. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's which a very- is perfect. Cause I'll tell yeah. you on the other end of it, if you're not their cup of tea, they don't end up taking up your time trying to work it out. Right. So if they, you know, if they see our videos and, you know, they have a project and they say, you know, we, you know, we would get along with them, they'll call us. But if someone watches them and says, oh, they're, you know, they're not, you know, maybe we wouldn't get along with them, then they just will never call us. And, you know, yeah, and that is great. It's great. Yeah, that's part of what it is, is the people who you're, you know, you're able to connect directly with people. Yeah, you're yeah. drawing people yeah. naturally and by people, just putting yourself out there. And people want to know who they're hiring. Right. They, you know, it's very different now. People want to know who who are they doing business with? Who are they hiring? Who is going to be in my house? What, you know, what am I going to, what is the end result going to be? What am I, they want to know what they're buying. They're, they want to know who they're working with. And that, you know, that really gives us a vehicle where we're able to connect mm-hmm. directly with people. And contractors haven't had the greatest reputation, <laughs> you know, for a long time. Uh, but true. Open that, that's shifting. And I think the video helps with that too, right? Yeah. People, you know, yeah. like you said, they are spending money. You know, they aren't, you are in their home. So it's like, you got to get along, like you said, you know, and, and that's yeah. a big thing for us too. Like we're not everybody's contractor and they're not all our client. And that's okay. You know, we, we t- are totally fine with that. Um, so it doesn't offend us. You know, we're just. hundred percent. It, it's like, it, it, it's got to be a match. It's dating. It's dating. Yeah, it it's got to be a match, you know. Um, tell me this, did, is the perception with your own TV show as such and your own app and, you know, your contracting company, do people have the perception that they could never afford you to do something that uh, they'd never be able to afford you? I don't think so. I don't think we've gotten. I think Susan's really good at putting things, you know, uh, uh, maybe like within reach for people, right? Like uh-huh. they don't think they can ever have something like that, but she is able to do that. Right. And it's, it's really just talking, you know, we've had clients call us and they want to put three editions on and then we sit with them and then we're like, look, this is not a good idea. Like, you, you know, you're $50,000 shy of tearing this down, putting a new house here, having a new home value and having the house that you want. And yeah. they, they've waited and call, see you later. And then, you know, that's what we build for them. So it's I, people just want the truth. <laughs> you know, they just I- don't, they just want the truth. They just, they don't just want to be feel certain as they go into something. Yeah. I think that one of the greatest benefits that you bring as the, as the team that you are is that as contractors, you can go, you know what, that's a $20,000 piece. Um, 
and you know that it's not you're not sitting there going is it is that 30,000 or is that 12,000 you know you go if I have to do that I know because we've done it over and over and we run the books and we see the inflation we see what happens to wage prices we know that that's now 23,000 not 20 because you're doing it constantly and I find working with a builder that can do that is the most amazing thing. So like, I like to be able to go to a builder. If I do this, I like to do most of my jobs as a design and build project. I'm not the builder, but I go, if I do this, what's that likely to cost me? And when they go, "Mm, that's probably about, you know, 50 grand or 10 grand or whatever. I don't want to find out that it's 25 or 70 when we actually get through that. I want to know that we were in the ballpark. A couple of grand here or there is not going to matter, but we want to be in the ballpark. And if I go, can I, if I take this out of here and I do this, how much is that going to save me? You know, is that going to save me five grand, one grand? I'm looking to save, say, 50 grand. And you, as you know, 50 grand, you either lop off a room or lop off a piece of a home. Right. Or you save it in two to five thousand dollar lots. You right. know, you're looking for you're looking for ten five thousand dollar lots, or you know, fifty thousand dollar lots, whatever it is. And that is a wonderful, wonderful benefit when you understand the building, understand the costing, and actually going to be responsible for executing it. Totally. Yeah, it it really it all t- you know it it really it it helps speed up the process as well, because when, you know, when someone asks for something that I might know is a $50,000 ad, mm-hmm. my, that's why my, I always go back to the questions. Why do you want to add that? What is this going to do for you? Okay. Well, maybe we can do this other thing that costs 15,000 and here's how we can do it. Yeah. So, you know, so we're always, you know, trying to value engineer. We had a client who called us, they wanted to put an addition on the back of the house because they needed more bedrooms. And I went up on their second floor and half of it was an open concept <laughs> And they had like two bedrooms. And I said, you have enough room up here for four bedrooms. If we got this and relay it out, oh, we do. You know, they, they weren't. There's no idea. Thinking. Yeah. Right. right. So they yeah. weren't thinking. So I said, that's going to cost you a lot more money or we can do this. So. Yeah, right. Asking so, the why behind is. Really know, can, critical. Yeah. Listening mm. to them, right. Mm. Listening to what they really need and what they, what they want and problem solving too. Like you said, there's always problems. It's just yeah. how it's dealt with. We tell people that from the beginning. There's, you can't build a house or do a project and never run into a problem. There's always problems. There's always. And what's the workaround, right? So if, if hardwood floors or something are backward, yeah. we're looking at, okay, what we can't get that. What can we get? Right. And then we go to the client. It's right. not putting it in their lap and be like, well, we can't get hardwood floors. So what do you want? Right. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not a solution. Um, yeah. Well, could we have um, softwood? When I make no. that phone call, Mate. it's like, okay, this is not available. I need you to pick from one of these. <laughs> yeah. These are the ones that are available. This is what we can get. That's actually a, a fascinating part of what we're all experiencing in the construction and design industry globally is right. the shortage of material and um, how people handle the shortage of material. You know, we, we're seeing some beautiful timbers and stuff go into projects that is covered up because they just can't get the timber that they would have usually used. Um, so, you know, we might have a big beam that would be an exposed beam normally, but it's going in as a structural beam because they can't get, a, they can't get the other beam isn't available. 
Right. You know? yeah. So we're seeing that. And um, certainly what we're also seeing is, is a, a, a delay in the building times. And that delay in the building times is, you know, if it did take, say, eight months, it's probably taking 12 months. And that has an increased cost. And then you're always like, we, we had a project that couldn't be finalized. It was a new build, couldn't be finalized because of one sheet of exterior cladding. And it took six weeks for that sheet. I think it was six weeks for that sheet to come on site. Um, the, the, the builder ordered enough of it, but a PC that got cut wrong, broken, whatever, chucked in the skip bin. So we're one piece short. And so they couldn't do practical completion for the people to move into their home because they're waiting on one sheet of cladding. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and so ultimately, you know, everybody's money is eating away at that point. It's just sitting, you know, nobody can finalize. So those kind of things is just a new landscape again, that we're dealing with and looking at the, you know, thousands of boats that are in the offshore in China at the moment that can't, get in to get containers and move things and all the rest. And, you know, the Ukraine-Russia conflict and the amount of stuff that now won't come out of Russia for that reason has this big roll-on effect down to, you know, like this this could be another month onto your build time. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really impacted all, you know, all projects, all times and all, you know, in a lot, a lot of industries. So, yeah. You know, but from our design point of view, we'll, we'll um, specify the claddings and all those kind of things. Oh, that's not available. Right. Or I can't get all oh, the price on it's blown out by, you know, 60% or something. Really? What do we do now? Yeah. 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 We yeah. have sometimes I'll have clients pick a, a few choices of each thing and, you know. So that you can juggle. Um, yeah. So I can figure out, okay, this one's available. This one's not available or this price has gone up. So we're, I'm constant, you know, I spend a lot of my time now <laughs> trying to find materials. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. And, and, and all power to you. Cause that, that's again, it's service to the customer. And I think that's just absolutely beautiful. I've got a last question for you, which is, so you've got all this stuff going on. If you had to choose out of one of your children, no, I don't mean that. (laughs) You can have them all. (laughs) Ship them over. (laughs) My wife loves kids. Um, I'll be at work though. Uh, (laughs) If you had to choose either one, one business and one last project that was going to be in that business um, that you could then not do anything else beyond there. So let's just say I might choose it. I might choose it. Let's say it's one last TV show um, that, and you can't do another project, can't build another thing, you can't do anything else. This is it. You hang your head up. What would you choose as that last project that would be kind of like your legacy project? Um, what do you reckon you'd choose? What What would it be? I think it would probably be a some kind of school for kids. Yeah. Yeah. That would fit a desk with me in it. <laughs> you know. But you'd be in the room with the windows papered off and the door locked. I know that. Yeah. I mean, I think they'd reveal it to you at one time. Yeah, yeah of course. You know? I think something, you know, something no. that would last, something that would give back, something that, and definitely something to do with. Yeah. I mean, kids. as you, as you get successful, you know, you hope you get some success in your career and you can help people 
you know, in a way like that is it's very endearing and it's very, you know, it's powerful, you know, it's really, you know, you, it's really, you kind of look at it. It's like, it's not for them. It's for you. Like you, it really brings you to a different point of like really reaching out and helping someone. Cause at the end of the day, everybody needs a, a lift up once in a oh, while, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they need a hand, they need, yeah. you know, they need a second chance. They just, everybody makes mistakes. We're all human, you know, that happens, but being part of something special like that, um, you know, would be incredible. Cause it's like, what's the need? There's so many kids that need, you know, education and, and yeah. clean water. And, you know, there's so many, so many oh, bigger yes. issues. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Even at Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they, you know, they have their Hershey company has a school there for kids. That, yeah, it's a know. Montessori school. Yeah. Hershey's yep. Montessori yeah. school. Yeah. I know of it. Really cool. And they pay so. for all the kids to go and it's no yeah. cost. You know, it's, yeah. it's incredible that they, that they do that. And, you know, those are the kind of companies that that's why they've been around for so long. Right. They really, Aren't just thinking about the money at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, exactly. The money's made. The money's it's right. Made. Yeah. What can we do? You know, what good? How do we? we do? Yeah. How do we? How do we leave something? How do we do our legacy things that leave something on the planet that um, that that makes the difference? And you know, it's a great opportunity. Like when I say that question, um, for somebody who's listening, who's got that big legacy company, to go to you guys. Okay, let's get the school done. Let's let's choose something. Let's get the school done and um, do something that that they can they can benefit as well as you can benefit, and then it benefits a whole community and it sets a whole standard of values and stuff. I think there's so much that's a beautiful thing about being able to do things like that. Yeah, it's yeah, a great it's a answer. Different level, yeah. I mean, that's why I got into firefighting. I think because I really did enjoy helping people. And then, you know, when I started dating Susan, I knew she was the same. She needed mind. help. Yeah, she <laughs> needed help. <laughs> she needed help, so she called the home hotline. You know, I, I always say to my my wife, I always say, "Hey, when I took you off the shelf, you know, I was rescuing you. <laughs> we'll be well, sitting with friends, and she'll be saying." Yeah, yeah, you know, Adrian, he, he rescued me. I didn't have many choices. I was just lucky. He took me off the shelf. And, yeah. and she's very grateful. <laughs> Not that grateful. <laughs> she plays her part well. <laughs> uh, I bet. Some guys. It's a, a very cool, cool, um, you know, things to think about that you can do like that. I think it's endearing yeah. to you know, you pulled her off the shelf. You you pulled her out of the whatever she was in, and you were like, "Hey, I'm here for you." I, I, That's what, exactly. for Susan, right? You know, <laughs> she doesn't like doing video, and I don't mind, so it's okay. It all works. You know? <laughs> okay. Like read, I don't. It's all it, it all balances. <laughs> if I said to my wife that we were going to do a show, like for one, we don't necessarily work that well together. With you know, it, it, her, her, she's a business coach, so she does what she does, and this is a whole lot different from what I do. Mine's all in the creative and hers all in the systems and the, both in people. But um, yeah. if I said to her, we're going to do a TV show or something like that, she'd be like, we, you know, we're not. <laughs> we're not. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what Susan said. Would, She's like, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not yeah. doing this. Video. We're not doing this she know, got, I'd love you to do it. I think that would be fantastic for you. And I could really see you developing that way in your life and you could do all these things, but, it's not i'm not doing it <laughs> i mean if it was easy everybody would do it right that's it that's it eh? there'd be millions of them um right. that was fantastic guys and i was trying to think of the thing that um is 
how Paul's changed my life. Um, it's going to be the homogenization of television to, uh, you know, social media to, to stream, you know, from social I, you know, to stream. I, I, I honestly think that this thing is really, that is the key is, you know, is there is this point of where we listen to things and see things and the platforms we digest things on. And because it's such a busy, noisy, crowded marketplace to be able to get it clean into one piece so that you can go, ha, ah, I can just see this here and I can get my, in, my thing here, meet people at where the future is and where they want to be is, is that thing. It's like, how do I meet them where they are as opposed to just, you'll find me, uh, I'll make enough noise, you'll come and find me here. Meet them where they are. Meet them where they are. And, and that is the future of how we're going to be doing things. And or we are doing things, not even the future. It is. It's now and it will be the next probably 10 years or more. And then it will evolve through from that. And I think it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And even people who's you know watching the show locally who who could, you know, they want to stream it. They say, you know, they're used to pulling it up, something up mm -hmm. on an app, streaming the episode. Mm -hmm. So even though it, you know, even though it aired, you know, here in New England, um, you know, like that's how people want to watch. So that's where we yeah. Get. Yeah. And technology no. moves so fast. It's just like I said, the pace that information comes out is incredible. That you yeah. know, that rate, right? Yeah. So I think, you know, that's where Susan and I really play well because she does know you know, about construction and the real estate and the buildings. She just knows those things. She so knows well. about everything I'm figuring. She does. Right. And <laughs> now and she's looking, she's a smart, she's a smart woman. You got yes. lucky. You got I lucky. Did. I think hundred percent. I got. <laughs> she got a dump truck and she's a smart woman. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, <laughs> not, not I'm in total agreement. <laughs> hey, hey, that's why you're in sales. Huh? I love my wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I always say when when um when people say about um you know about my wife being so clever and all the rest, I go, she's not that smart, trust me. And they'll look at me and I'll go, she can't be. She married me. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and that's that one mistake. Everybody's allowed one mistake. Yeah, get one. That, yeah. And then we can lift one. them up from their apple. We can lift them up from that mistake. <laughs> that's, so my whole point is that I made one really good decision, and that was to marry Susan. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, some people get lucky. Sometimes it's better to get lucky. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Hey yeah. guys, thank you so much. That's so much fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that thank was fun. You. Really Appreciate enjoyed it. And we'll post all your socials, all those kinds of things, obviously. And I encourage everybody to get on your app. So um, do they just go on the app store, look up renovation, rekindle and yep. cool. Sounds yep. like a, sounds like the thing to do. Yeah. We well, can go to our social platforms at Cadillac homes you know, yeah. you got to spell Cadillac right with the K there. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cadillac spelt with a K. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the show is called Renovation Rekindle. And we are currently filming our, we're in production of our second season, which will be coming out probably later, probably later, later, this, later year. this year. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, you know, we're, we have some more fun projects and different things, you know, new clients. So it's going to be, that's how I'm going to change your life, Adrian. Oh, yeah, you've changed <laughs> yeah. it. You've changed it already. I, I am. <laughs> I am on the way. I've, I I feel lifted up. I can't wait to come visit you. I'm gonna when I, I might come, down, come and visit you world, first. We'll see. Absolutely, you are always welcome up here. Can you come to Boston? We will take you out on the town. Bean Town. I love Bean Town. Yes, it's a great yes. place. Well, thank, thank you guys. Thank you. Have a wonderful.
Richard's Magic Arrows is brought to you by the Architect Marketing Institute. Clean, simple, sugar-free magic arrows that hit the mark for fast results. Let's fire a magic arrow into this week's problem. Now, I know feed pressure is one of the biggest things facing designers. It doesn't matter what level you're at. There is no one golden bullet for it. Uh, if it was, it was probably select the right type of clients. But if you're in a situation where you're being pressured on fees, I'm going to give you a way of dealing with it. And it's by asking, say, three questions. And this is called takeaway selling. So this is where you kind of offer something up and then you take it away and see if they follow you. It's almost like imagine if you had some hot ch chocolate cookies and you had a plate full of them. You put them in front of them, someone and then they went to reach out and then you, you pulled it away and you see if they get up and follow you. It's that type of thing. So this is called takeaway selling. So the first question you ask, you say, well, why don't you just leave the situation as it is? Why, why make the change? That's an unusual thing for a designer to say. Well, why not just leave it as it is? And see how they answer. And then you might say, why did you want to speak to me? Why did you not get someone else? And see if they follow you. See if they answer properly. And the third question would be, well, why not do it later? Now, by asking these negative questions, you're going to get a lot more information out of someone than by trying to convince them to do it. Because by pulling the plate of hot cookies away, they're either going to react or they're not. And if they do react and give you answers and explain why it's important, then what they're doing is telling you how important something is. Now, while these magic arrows are great for fast results, when you're ready to run better quality projects from clients who value great design and are prepared to pay great fees, I've got a special training just for you. Go to archmarketing.org forward slash talk design. Take your magic arrow and fire at will.